Boker Tov, today's staff is staff, Membeis in the Durham. Is willing for a fortune and fiant and then for a pegachaya. So the mission from the top of the page says as follows. Hamudra and Amechavero. Let's keep the example where we talk where Reuben cannot have enough from Shimon. Either Reuben forswore having enough from Shimon, he says, all your assets are forbidden to me. Or Shimon said to Reuben, you can't have any of my assets. You're forsworn from having to me. They're like a carbon to you. Either way, that's a bail on So the mudder is, let's say, Reuben. He's the one who's not allowed to have enough. From Shimon, who is like the madir. Let's say Shimon forbade him from having enough. So if it's Lefnei Shvius, and he said, all Hanal, or any pleasure, you can't have any of my assets. All my assets are forbidden to you. If it's before Shvius, meaning it's not a Shemitah year. So very simple, Reuben can't have enough of him. Any other Sadeu, Reuben cannot go into Shimon's field at all. Can't use it as a shortcut. Can't have any pleasure there. Not just eating the fruits. Notos. He can't even eat from notos or the overhanging fruits. The fruits that hang over from Shimon's field, let's say, onto the sidewalk, onto the street. But they're still his. They're still his. I get that all the time where people come by and grab pomegranates, tangerines, all kinds of stuff that Pepe has growing there. People take all kinds of stuff, just grab it, you know? They sure. take flowers too. They take anything, you know? I mean, you know, uh, mocho, but uh, people uh, people feel free to do what they want. But here, when you can't have enough from, Reuben can't have enough from Shimon, he's not allowed to take even what we call the notos, the overhanging fruit. Uva shvias, and here's the key. Uva shvias, and if he swore, now I'm learning the way the Ron learns on the left side. Listen to this carefully. If it's if he made the netter, notice he says Lefneshvius in the first line. They made the netter, what do you mean Lefneshvius? It could be after Shvius, right after the face. It means not in Shvius. That's the key. Because he's trying to tell you that if he made the netter before Shemitah, now what's the rule in Shemitah? In Shemitah, all your parents are Hefker. Anybody right. could take them, right? So you can't really forswear him from having a not. Somebody comes in, if somebody, it's, if, if it was Shemitah fruits, we still have Shemitah fruits, and I say to people, you can't have any of them. I can't do that because they're already Hefka. God was mafia them, right? So, but if, listen carefully, if, let's say in the fourth or the fifth year, I said, you were forbidden for having enough of me here on out for here ever, then even during Shemitah, you can't have enough from them. Because that's the Chiddush here. The Chiddush is that if he made the netal of Neshvius, even during Shemitah, because a person can forbid something on somebody else that I have control on today, even after as if I don't have control later on. The Gemara is going to give the example. If a man says, uh, you know, people are stupid enough to do this, a man has uh, five sons. And he says to one of them, you know, you can't inherit me. Now, today, if you have a will, you could take it out of the, uh, out of the will. But he says, this one, he doesn't want to inherit him, right? So... Uh, if he says, you can't have any of my assets. Well, after the man dies, they don't belong to him anymore. So he could. But if he says, in death also, he has the ability to do that. The idea here is, okay, there he specified. Lugmar is going to talk about that. But the Chiddush over here is that you can forbid something on somebody, even if you lose control of it. So, that, so when we read the Mishnah, look at the Mishnah carefully again. As long as I made the netter before Shemitah, let's say Shimon said to Reuben, you can't have enough from me. And he made that netter before Shemitah. He can't even He can't have any of it, even during Shemitah, because he can do that. That's the Ron says in the third line. If he made the netter in Shemitah too late, 
in Shemitah you want to forbid me? If, if Shimon says you can't have enough my parents, no, they don't, you can't forbid. I can't forbid your cup on somebody else, right? I can forbid my stuff on you. I can't do, so he, if he made the netter in Shemitah, that's the key that we're going to be talking about. If he made that in Shemitah, okay, wait a minute. In Shemitah, listen carefully now. I said, during Shemitah, if I say, you can't have enough from me at all, at all. So for Shemitah, and, and if I made that netter in Shemitah, well, I could say you can't go into my field because my field belongs to me, right? The field, I mean, the land, etc. All my, you can't have my coat, right? That doesn't, Shemitah doesn't forbid me from, from answering my coat on you. But notos the gears, he takes out the his. But I can eat the his. Why? Because the notos don't belong to you. They don't belong to Shimon. You can't forbid me having it. Uh, so the Gemara is going to say, wait a minute. But how am I supposed to get the fruit if I can't go into your field? Right? We're saying in Shemitah, if Shimon said you can't have enough of my payros, that doesn't work. Reuben can have enough of payros because they don't, they don't belong to, to, Ruben, to, to Shimon. If Shimon made the netter before Shemitah, and then Shemitah came along, Reuben still can't have enough because he made the netter at a time when he could forbid it. It applies even later on. But if he made the netter in Shemitah, then Reuben could have enough of pears. So why can't he go into the field to get the pears? So the Gemara is going to talk about that. Either it's Xera because we're afraid you'll stay in the field too long. You're only allowed to go into the, In other words, when the Torah said you can go in the race, it means you're entitled to go into the field to get the pears. But we're afraid since he made a netter, can't have enough. My friend, he'll not have more enough there. There's, if it's in general, there's no Nadarm involved. You have a field, you got a, you got some fruits. I can go into your, your yard and take your fruits because that's the only way I'm going to get them. Right? So that's what the Gemara is going to say, but we're afraid you might say they're too long. So this is when he made the netter in the middle of Shemitah. In the middle of Shemitah, he can't forbid the pears. Let's say he didn't, for Shimon didn't forbid all pleasure from Ruben. He just said food. And we learned before what is food? Any know that comes to food, you know, it could include your kitchen utensils, the preparatory. The kaum that he used to prepare the food, but he prepared basically he forbade him food again. Lifnei is if he only forbade him uh, from the food, I could use the field as a shortcut. I could go into your field. I could play ball there. I'm not having. I'm not from you for the food. I can't eat from the Paris because uh, Shimon can prevent Reuben from eating his Paris. But in Shemitah, when he said you can't eat my Paris, he didn't even forbid the field. He just said, you can't eat my payros. Okay, so you can still eat the payros because you can't forbid my... I cannot forbid anybody from taking the tangerines and the pomegranates that are on my tree since they're Shemitah fruit. I can't... If I say he prints, it's like me saying, you can't... Uh, he can't use your coat. I, I can't... I have, no, I have no authority of ownership on that. So this is what the Mishnah said. So again, carefully, if, if I made the letter before Shemitah... We're going to assume now you could, I can, I can forbid Paris even afterwards. If I made the middle of literature, it doesn't work. So now Lachar, we're going to see a machlokas about this issue. Lachar, but we're going to is come out. Is this related yeah. in any way to what we had before about the guy who takes Truma from the, even though he's also on the king? Well, no. So again, it, it, he's allowed to, oh, you, you mean uh, where there was an editor involved? Yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so he's allowed to give truma for somebody else because there he's not giving him directly hanah. Here we're talking about direct hanah, where Shimon prevented him, you can't eat my fruits, you can't have any enough for me. So here it's direct. Here it's direct. Only the Shemitah. 
They'll try to say, go into the field. Right, no. So, oh, so we did, we did it. We did it before. What's the difference with that? Perhaps we started off with the, the first mission of Perak. That's the difference is Dresus uh, regular. Can you go into the field? So again, that that's that there is that there is that part of that in this Mishnah too. If he forbade all for, all Hana from him, so he can't go into the field, he can't take the fruits at all, and and he can even do it in Shemitah also. He can prevent him from doing that because he made this before. If he only did Shemitah, then he can't, right? So that there is that difference there too. And that, but if he only forbade him food or food related items, then he could go into the field, but just can't eat anything. But the difference there is, did he make that before Shemitah or in those weeks? So now, Lachar, we're going to see a machlok about that. Rav Shmuel, beginning of Rav Shmuel, not right to Bible. Rav Shmuel both say the following. Now, here are the gears. So this is, again, important because we're going to make a difference between Nechasai, when I forbid my assets to you, right? My assets are forbidden to you, or my food is forbidden to you. Well, in Shemitah, it's not mine anymore. So, so the thing goes away anyway. So it's very easy to understand if I say my assets are forbidden to you to eat, let's say my food is also to you to eat, okay, but what about in Shemitah? Well, in Shemitah, it's not mine anymore. So did I really forbid him? But if I say these assets are forbidden to you, so these assets are these assets, period. We're going to see later on, man says, um, the man says, listen, you're forbidden, or, or man says to himself, says, I'm angry at you. I'm never going to come into your house again. Your house is also to me, right? Can't go in the house. What happens when the guy sells the house? Not his anymore, right? I'm angry at you. I don't want you to come inside. I say, your house is forbidden. You sell your house to somebody else. I can go in the house. But if you, but I say, this house is forbidden to me forever. That means forever, no matter who sells it. So when I say nechassim elu, that's more, that's stronger than nechassai, because nechassai means as long as they're mine. In Shemitah, they're not mine. So that's going to be the issue. So the, the chorah, the girsa that the Bach corrects over here is Rabbi Shmuel Tavayu, nechassai, Alecha, my assets are forbidden to you. So if Neshvius before Shmius, and Yotoch said, "I can't go into your field." I'm Reuven. You for uh, you forbade me from going into all, all your assets. I can't go in. I can't eat even the overhanging fruits that hang outside the uh, your field. even though Shvius has come, even though Shvius has come, Shvius are not yours anymore. But I. You can forbid me from before the chasai when he said the chasai. Then Bishvius not if he made a letter in Shvius like he saw in the Mishnah. Well, I can't go into your field because you can still I can't have an off from you. I I can eat from the I can eat from the overhanging fruits. Okay, again, so I, I raised the point in the Mishnah. Mara's going to ask it in the days. What do you mean? How am I supposed to get to the fruits if I can't uh, go into your field? So it's exaggerated that you might stay there too long. But the key over here is that lechaora. We're going to come out. That the girsa is like we read it in our Gemara, but at this point we're assuming the Rav and Shmuel say, even though I said the chasai elu, Shimon said the uh, chasai alecha. Shimon said my assets are forbidden to you, and I made that netter before Shmita, even though Shmita has come, and they're not mine anymore. But the 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 prohibition still is there. That's what Rav and Shmuel say. Rabbi Yochan Reshlokeish, they say Rabbi Yochan Reshlokeish apparently disagree. They say. Again, my assets are from you. For Shmita, I can forbid you from my, from my assets. He can't eat the overhanging fruits. Notice it says, not that he made the Shvu and Shvius. Shvius came. I made the letter before Shmita. Shvius is Shmita. But if Shmita came, I can't go into the field because I might have a no from you. 
and I, that's forbidden. You can forbid me for having enough for you, even during Shemitah, just, just, can't, just the, the food isn't yours. Avalochul was a person, I could eat the notes, I could eat the overhanging foods. So here, Lachora, we see a machlokas between Rav and Shmuel on the one hand, and and uh, and Rav Yochanan and Rav on the other hand. Not if you made the netter in Shemitah. Everybody agrees, if I made a netter in the middle of Shemitah, you can't have my parents. My parents are us. I can't do that. They're not my parents. They're Hefker. Can't do that. Everybody agrees to that. But if I made the netter before Shemitah, is it valid even during Shemitah? So Rav and Shmuel apparently say, yeah, even though Shmias has come, I can't eat the fruits. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan says, no, once Shemitah has come, could eat the fruits. So he says, let's say the Machlokas is as follows. Rav and that a person can forbid something that's in my Rishus. Shimon owns the fruits now. He can forbid them on Ruve now. Why? Because Shimon says today, in let's say the, let's say the fourth year of Shemitah, he says, my assets are forbidden to you. Okay, so Reuben can't eat them. Even when Shemitah comes, it says, what did Robin Shmuel say in the third line of the Gemara? Even though Shemitah has come, he can't eat them anymore, but they don't belong to him anymore. Still, you can forbid something which is in your today, even when they leave your later on, like the fruits, which during Shemitah, they don't belong to Reuben anymore. Let's make it simple, right? right that I'm blank to Ruben any, I mean, blank to Shimon anymore. Still, Shimon can ask them on Ruben. That's Lachara, what Robin Shmuel is saying. Rabbi Yochanan Shlok said, "No, ain't on a most of the So I can forbid you something while it's mine, but later on when it's not mine anymore, I can't forbid it. So I can't forbid you, even if in the fourth or the fifth or the sixth year of Shemitah I say my assets are forbidden to you, but when Shemitah comes along, I can't for- prohibit you from eating my fruits. So Lachara, that's the machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan Shlokesh." Who say you cannot forbid something that you have that you have authorization over to your ownership today? I can't forbid it on you after it leaves my rishus. Whereas, whereas Rav and Shmuel say you could. The that's the machlokas. Lame about me. Rav and Shmuel say I can forbid something on you even after it leaves my rishus. If it leaves my my ownership. You can't. You can't for once when Shemitah comes along, it's not it's not your it's not Shimon's anymore. Then Ruben could have enough, says the Gemara. Wait a minute, he stands in Machok Vitizbra. You really want to say that? I'll ask you, Kasha, me, Kilaman, Domer, Ainer, most of the Is there really anybody who says that you cannot forbid something on somebody else if you own it today, even after it leaves Rishos? The Imkain, if that's the case, if that's the Machlokas, that you can't forbid. That 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 somebody holds you, I cannot forbid something on you, even though I own it today for after I leave. So I talk about nechasai. Remember, I said before nechasai. It's obvious my assets are forbidden to you. Well, once it's not mine anymore, it's not my assets. That's obvious. If they really, if somebody really holds that I can't forbid something that I own today on you after order, so make machlok is better nechasim elu. Like we had that, like the like the gears, like the, the gemara reads. Right, not the way the Bach corrected it. So argue about meaning even though I say these these assets are forbidden to you for all time, right? Like I I can't go into this house forever, no matter who owns it, right? So the same thing saying these assets, which apparently is a stronger lush, and these assets are always going to be forbidden to you. But if one holds, if there is a sheet there, if Rabbi really say you cannot forbid something on somebody else 
after you own it, even though you own it today, you can't forbid them for later on. So say the chasam elu. These assets are also to you, but you know what? I can't ask them after I don't own them anymore, whether it's Shemitah or I sold them or whatever. So why don't you make the machlokas there? Say the machlok. If somebody holds that you cannot forbid something on somebody else after you, for you know, that you own today, you can't forbid it later on. Why talk about nechasai, which is very obvious? By saying nechasai or also the obviously, when they're not mine anymore, you can you can use them. Why? Why? So say the machlok is even even where the lashon is mashma that you are forbidding it for all time. That's one question. The su. And then the other question is, I'm going to show you this. Hatanan, we learn. We have a favorite which says, we're going to see this later on from Memzayin, that a person can definitely forbid something on somebody else, even after it leaves us. In that case I mentioned before, no, a man tells his son, you're a bad boy. You can't have any enough from me. All my assets are forbidden to you, boy. Mace, and now the man dies. You're a shenu. He can, the son can inherit him. Because what did he say? He said, you can't have enough of my assets. Well, they're not his assets anymore. Once a man dies, he doesn't have ownership anymore. Home live no, come shot on the hand of you having enough from me, nice. Well, once the man dies, the son isn't having enough from him. He's having enough from his own assets, right? Because he's he's one of the heirs. Let's say he said, you can't have enough of me, Bahayev Uvamoso. You can't have enough of me in live in life and in death. Then he may slow your shenu. Then if he dies, the son cannot inherit. The Ram points out of here, the low Yerushan is Lav Dafka. Lav Dafka because he doesn't inherit him. See, if a man doesn't have a will stating otherwise, meaning that he gives his assets away before he dies, then as soon as he dies, the laws of the Torah uh, take effect. If a man had five sons, let's say he had a daughter first, and then he had five sons, the five sons and split the, split the uh, assets equally. They all get 20%. So in this case, where one of the sons was a bad boy and the, and the father said, you can't have enough for me in life and in death, that means that even in death, he can't have enough. He doesn't, Ron says, he doesn't really take away the Arusha because the Arusha is effective automatically. So in this case, let's say you had Reuben, Shimon, Levi, who do you suffer? was a bad boy and he forbade him to have enough. So Yusuffer owns it, but he can't have enough from it. He's a 20% owner in the in the air. So what does he do? He could borrow money and then the Balchov could take it from there because they're getting it directly. If you want, we'll talk, we'll talk about that later on. But it may slow your shame. It's not slow your shame, but he can't have enough from it. The point is that the netters is even after death. So how can we say, we want to say, Machlokas Rav and Shmuel on the one hand, versus the other instruction on the other is whether you can forbid something that you own today on somebody else, even after you don't own it anymore. Number one, if that's Machlokas, let them argue by Nechassim Eilu. And certainly by Nechassai. And number two, we have this mission which says that you could forbid something on somebody after a man could forbid his assets on his children, on some one or two of his sons, whatever, even after he dies. So the Gemara says, no, shiny ochre in the top line, shiny Maybe it's different over here because he said specifically in life and in death, because he said specifically, but in a Stam case, right? When he said Stam, like in our Mishnah, where he said, Stam, my assets are forbidden to you, or these assets are from you. So uh, there, apparently, maybe uh, maybe you wouldn't be able to ask her on somebody else. But still, the first kasha applied. Because more we call Malcolm kasha, we have the first kasha. What was the first kasha? If Rabbi Yochanan Shlakesh and Rabbi Shmuel are arguing whether you can forbid something on somebody else after death, the Rabbi Shmuel says you can. Rabbi Yochanan Shlakesh says you can. So argue, argue by Nechosim Eilu. If you say you can't do it, I can't forbid something on you after 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 I don't own it anymore, after I die, after I don't know, whatever. Say the Machlokis over there. Why don't you say it here? 
When a man says these assets are forbidden to you, it's like the case where I said, this house is forbidden to me. I don't like you. So if I say, I'm never going to come into your house, your house is forbidden to me, your house, it's not yours anymore. I can go in there. But if I say this house is forbidden, the chasm elu, then it applies for all time. The chasm elu, the Rashi says the mashma chasm elu laolam forever. But everybody says the chasm elu, these assets are forbidden, are forbidden to me. These assets, then they're forbidden for all time, no matter who owns it. Maybe the machlokus is benachasai, my assets. Again, this is also another havmer. Rav and Shmuel say, because remember, we, we changed the gears in the Mishnah at the first line of the Gemara, the Bach changed it to Nechasai. Rav and Shmuel say, even Nechasai, not just Nechasameilu, Loshna Nechasameilu, Loshna Nechasai, the person can forbid something that he owns today on somebody else, even after the, 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 the forbidder, the Madir, doesn't own it anymore. Like he said before, but Rav Shmuel said, no. Nechasim elu. If he said these assets are Moser, nechasai ain't Moser because I said my assets are of you and they're not mine anymore. I, I died or I sold them or I gave them away to somebody else and I'm not can answer on you. Says the Gemara. Umi kalamanda amar loshna nechasim elu loshna nechasai. Is there anybody you want to say? Rav and Shmuel say there is no difference between nechasai and nechasim elu. Either way you could do it. Is there such a thing that there's no difference between nechasim elu and nechasai? But tonight we learn. This case I mentioned before with the house. Your, your house is forbidden to me. I'm not going to go in or such. Or your field that I'm going to buy forbidden to me for all time. If you're not the owner anymore, you died or you sold it. I'm allowed to because I said, I'm forbidding your house. I'm never going to go into your house. I'm never going to buy your field from you. But if you bought it from somebody else, then it's okay. But if I forbid this house, I'm never going to come into this house. This house is forbidden to me for all time. Or this field that I'm never going to buy again, I'm never going to, even if I buy a can of government, then uh, it's the lesser because I forbid the house itself. I forbid the field itself. It doesn't make an image who the owner is. So there's clearly a difference between if I say this house, this field versus your house, your field. So how could you say that that that, that uh, Rav and Shmuel say there's no difference if I say nechasamelu or nechasai? I say my assets are forbidden to you. My assets are forbidden to you. Shimon says Ruben, my, my assets are forbidden to you, even after Shimon dies or sells them to somebody else. Or in this case, in our Mishnah, Shmita comes along and takes them out of his rishus. They're still usher. That can't be usher because he said my assets. My assets are forbidden to you. How could you say that? When Shemitah comes along and they're not my assets anymore, they're forbidden. You said Nechasai. Ella, you know what the Gemara says? We're going to make peace over here. Rav and Shmuel and Rabbi Yochum Shlakish don't argue at all. We're going to go back to the way the Gemara reads without the Bach. When Rabbi Yochum Shlakish said their case, said their peace on Amanal, halfway down the page, Rabbi Yochum Shlakish said to Rav, Nechasai, Alecha, my assets are forbidden to you. And he did it before Shemitah. It's okay. Before he asked us, he could do that before Shemitah. Angels that he can't go into the field and he can't eat even from the overhang stuff. He gives but if Shvias came along, Angel tells that you can't go. Why? Because he said, My assets, he can't go into the field, but he, gives, the but he could eat, right? But he could eat the, he gives he can eat the fruits. Why? Because they're not his anymore. Rabbi Echamish said, Listen, if I, if I forbid my field, my, all my assets to you in the sixth year, you can't go into my field, you can't eat anything. Comes along the, sec, the seventh year. It's not mine anymore. It's free. It's Hefker. Then he could go in. 
because he said nechasai, my ancestor forbidden you. Whereas and Rav and Shmuel, where are they talking about? Rav and Shmuel ben Achasim Elu. Rav and Shmuel at the beginning of the Gemara of an Aleph. Rav and Shmuel damet Tavayu ben Achasim Elu. We're going to read it the way it reads now, not the way the Bach changed it. In the Havamina, we said it said nechasai Elu. That led us into all these problems. Rav and Shmuel say no. If he said nechasim, these assets are forbidden to you. Then even if Shmita comes along, that's why because I have the ability to asser assets on you that belong to me today even after I don't own them anymore. If Shemitah comes along and I don't have the fruits or I sold the field to somebody else or I sold the house to somebody else, I could, because I said this house, this field, these fruits, my, uh, these assets, I didn't say mine. If he said mine, then everybody says, once they're not his anymore, I said my assets are you. So that's it. Once they're not mine anymore, you could have it. But if I said these assets are also to you, everybody agrees they can't also later on. And that's proud of the Mishnah. The Mishnah didn't have the mission said very simple. If you look back in the mission, if he made another, you can't have enough from these assets. You can't have enough from these assets. Even if Shemitah came along and they're not his assets, you can't have enough. But if he made the netter in Shemitah, in the middle of Shemitah said, these assets, you can't answer them. They're not yours anymore. They're, they're, they're already, they already belong to after. So there's no machlokas over here. The question is simply, did you say nechasai or did you say nechasmeu? So the Gemara Rishvias ain't no tough there in Shemitah, and then we said, "What's that Rishvias? If he made the netter in the middle of Shemitah, I can't forbid you from eating the fruits. They're not mine. They belong to after." Rishvias ain't no tough there, but what? So he said, "Maisha the ochel and anotos." So why do you say, I, "If I made the netter in Shemitah, I said what? You can't eat. Uh, you can't eat my fruits." Rishvias ain't no. I said, "You can't. Uh, all my assets are forbidden to you." I can't forbid you from eating the fruits. You can eat the fruits. You can eat the fruits, but you can't go into the field. Why not? How come it? Veshvias Maishna the Ochem and I know the payer that because the payers are hefker and I can't forbid them on you. The payers the hefkeir inun these payers belong to hefker. They are ownerless. Aranami hefker. The land is also ownerless in terms of getting the fruits. What does it mean? The fruits are I. You're allowed to go in the middle of shemitah into somebody's field in order to get the payers. So the, the fruit, the field is also hefker. So Ula says a very simple, he says like it, the, the word case works out in a very simple, in, in one sort only. These, the trees that I want to get the fruits from are hanging on the border of your, of your fence. And I could get, I could access them from this, from the sidewalk. Like people who go over to my trees, they stand on the sidewalk and they pick the tree, trees up without going to my field. When the Torah says that the fruits are, are hefker, and allows other people to go into my field to get to get it. It's that's that's the only way they can get the fruits by going into my yard. They got to go in there to pick them. But if they can pick them by standing outside, then there's no reason to go into my field. The Torah doesn't forbid, doesn't allow that. It's only if there's no other way, right? There's no other way. So that's why uh, that's why he's allowed to. Um, uh, Torah says my field is is uh, hefker on shmias for for eating purposes, but uh, he's not he's not he's not going he doesn't have to go in to eat the stuff because he can eat it he can access the fruits from standing outside my field. That's Ula's answer. No, we're talking. about, You're right. In, in the case that you said that, that if you're standing, if the fruits are all on the border and you can get it without, that's fine. But even if the fruits are inside. And you can't get to them because you're saying you're saying that if the fruits are inside, you could go in. Shemayakah says no. Even if the fruits are inside, right, and you can't get to them, 
you know what? If we have exam, you shouldn't go into the field because you shouldn't go into the field because we're afraid you'll stand there too long and you're gonna have an awe there. And the Ryan asked the Kash over here, how is this different than uh, remember if Shimon can't give an to Ruvain, he and Ruven gets sick, he says he can go into the hospital room, but he has to stand there. He can't sit. He can't sit. We don't say don't go in at all because maybe you'll sit down. Because there the Ron says there normally when you go in to visit a sick person, you sit down there and you and you, and you talk to him. So this when you when you're forced to stand, when you're made to stand, you know you might, you know, you're not going to sit down because you're not allowed to sit down because you're not allowed to give him an all. That's different. But here, when you go into the field, you go into the field, obviously you stand there and you pluck the tree. So we're afraid if you stand there, you might stand there too long beyond park. Maybe you'll stand there and have a conversation or shield yourself under a tree from the sun or have enough from him in some way. Therefore, you can't go in at all. So Shimon Yaakov disagrees. The Rashi says, You're right. Right, you're right. If the fruits are on the border, of course you could eat the fruits, stand outside and take them. But if they're inside, you can't go in because you might have a no. If you look at Rosh Hashanah, you shouldn't go in there because he might come to stay there too long and have a no. Remember, I can forbid you from having a no from my, from my assets. All I can't do is in the middle of Shemitah, if in the middle of Shemitah I said you can't have a no from my assets, I can't forbid you from the fruit, but I could forbid you from going into my barn and Having an all there or seeking shelter or whatever, that I could do. Hamura Mechabero, now again, Shimon cannot uh, have a, give an all to Reuben. Reuben forbade himself from having an all from Shimon, or Shimon forbade Reuben from having an all from him. Lo Yishilenu, he shouldn't lend him any items, and he shouldn't borrow from him. So the Gemara is going to say, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Lo uh, Yishilenu, right? One we can understand. You know, if if, uh, if Shimon's not supposed to give Reuben enough, so Reuben can't borrow anything from him. But why can't Shimon borrow things from Reuben? Right? Why can't Reuben give, uh, lend something to Shimon? Shimon can't give an out of Reuben. Why can't he lend rhymes? And he also shouldn't lend him any money. He shouldn't lend Shimon any money. He shouldn't borrow any money from Shimon. What's the difference between Sheila and, and uh, Halva? Halva is money. When you borrow money, you don't return the same coins, the same dollar bills, whatever. You return other ones. By Sheila, I borrow your, your axe or your shovel or your mixer or whatever. I return the same item. I'm returning the same item, probably a little bit more used, right? Obviously, I use it, right? But in case, okay, so that's what I'm saying. Also, he shouldn't sell him anything and he shouldn't buy anything from him. So Gilmar is going to ask, why, you know, if Shimon can't give another Rubain, we understand that. So Shimon can't give it to Ruben, so he can't, Ruben shouldn't be able to borrow anything, borrow any money, borrow any items, and he can't buy anything from him. So why can't it work the other way? That's what Mark's going to ask now. So Bishlam at the top of them, Gimel. Bishlam, Yolavenu, the Kamahani lay. Okay, I understand. Shimon should not, Loyalvenu, Madalamutter. In other words, Shimon can't lend any money to Ruben that we understand, because he's, he's lending him money. He needs money, so you're giving him money. But if he borrows money from him, right? Why can't why can't Shimon borrow money from Reuben? We understand, right? Reuben can't borrow money from Shimon, but why can't Shimon borrow money from Reuben? And you might say, you know, why shouldn't he? Um, why shouldn't he uh, borrow money from Reuben? Because there, Ryan says, you know what? Because maybe he does get some love. Maybe he gave him. Like old coins, he might return new coins. Remember, by halva, it's not the same coins, right? You know, when you borrow money by nature, 
that's the whole idea that milva loads on it. It's meant for spending, right? It's milva is not, not returning the same thing. So maybe he's going to give him better coins. You know, he gave me, uh, uh, use an example here. When I borrowed the money, I took those old red 200 shekel notes. And when I returned them, I got the new ones, the blue ones, because they're going to be valid for longer, right? I think you could still use the old red ones too, you know? In America, the $100 bills, they got three different ones. You can still use the oldest, oldest ones, you know? It takes a long time for them to take them out of circulation. So I understand, because maybe he'll give us. Also, you shouldn't buy anything from him. You know why? Because maybe it's something that Ruben's trying to get rid of, you know, uh, and, and you're going to give him an all that way when you buy something from him because you're giving, because he wasn't able to get rid of it. So the Kamasani made him going Why can't Shimon borrow something from Ruben? Ruben can't have enough from Shimon, right? That's the issue over here. Ruben can't have from Shimon. Why can't Shimon borrow his shovel or borrow his mixer? What pleasure is he going to get out of that? If anything, he's going to give it to him back in worse shape, right? When you borrow something from somebody, you're using it up, right? It's, it, everything is worse. You got the case all wrong. In this case, as opposed to all the other cases we have where Reuben can't have enough from Shimon, here, they both can't have enough from one another. Oh, you're forbidding me from having enough from you? I forbid you having enough. In both cases, they can't. So that made the whole mission make sense then. Neither one can borrow from the other, whether it's money, whether it's an item, or sale. Buy them or no, 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 no. We're really only saying that Ruben can't have enough from Shimon. So Ruben can't borrow money from him. He can't borrow his item, can't borrow money, and he can't buy anything that'll give him pleasure. But it's Xera, Lishol Mishum Lahashil, Vachain Bakulu Xera. The reason over here in the last case we say that you can't, um, you, that Ruben, uh, that, that Shimon can't borrow something from Ruben is because we're afraid if Shimon borrows something from Ruben, Ruben will come to borrow something from Shimon. Land him back, and then he's having an awe. And the same thing about the other ones. It's only Xavier. The truth is, in all these cases, only Ruben can't borrow from Shimon or buy from Shimon. But we're afraid if we allow that, you'll allow the other way too. So that's why it works why, in the mission. Yeah. Of what? Yeah. So then there's certainly a no. If I lend you something, I get a because I. Uh, uh, that's, not, that's, not, that's not quantifiable. That's a, you lend me something, I'd say, that's just a, it's an emotional uh, thing. It's like, no, no, all these cases are you're giving him something, you're giving him easy use of the money, or use of the item, that's a real pleasure. But the Tavah son that he, that he gives him the, the goodwill there is not something that uh, that, that necessarily is forbidden. So uh, the, the goodwill alone, it's not, maybe it's not as, it's not as much, you can't monetize that as easy as these things. These things are worth money. If I borrow something from somebody, I stay that you know the rental that I have to if I had to borrow you know borrow it from this from a store I'd have to pay for the rental or something you're actually saving your money directly the only that would be forbidden. Um, yeah. Um, no, you can't be mekadesh. I don't. I don't think you could. If it's not you know, you have to give her something first of all. You have to give her something. So. Um, if you, you know, I, I don't think you can kind of shish with us, I know. No, no. Um, the Gemara Kedushin above over there talks yeah. about Hanah that um, what works, you can't be Makadosh Nisha just with Hanah. You could be Makadosh Nisha. For example, there it talks about being Makadosh with a loan. There it doesn't work because you're not giving her anything. In other words, let's say you lend a woman $100 and then you say, you know, you owe me $100. I'll tell you what, let that be your cash position. That doesn't work. Because since Milvolo, it's on it. Now that money spent, you have to give her something right now. So I don't think it works just with Tovasan. So you have to give her something. You have to give her a ring, money, right? Or uh, or a star or bia, but it's got to be something that physical. You can't just can't hit something tangible. All right, we'll pick him here from the mission tomorrow, Mr. Have a good day, everybody.
according to the prophet Shmuel, 